I, I personally am a huge summer person. It's definitely my power season. What's your favorite part about it? Uh, beach days, definitely. Do you live somewhere where you get to go to the beach? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> so you have to go away for that? Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's some local beaches that I, I sometimes drive about an hour to go to the beach with friends, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's on the dream list. I'd love to move to Greece one day. That would be great. <laughs> Not bad. Well, okay, let's set it up so that you're going there. Let's coach you yeah. in a way to make it happen. <laughs> oh, that'd be, that'd be amazing. <laughs> okay, so list of things to do. Move to Greece. Okay, good. Are you mm -hmm. more, um, when it comes to swimming, are you more like ocean or lakes? Or, or I, love, I love the ocean and I love swimming in pools. And I'm not so much a lake swimmer for whatever reason. It's it's just the idea of leeches ever since I was a kid, <laughs> which is which is wild because I live on a lake and it's a beautiful, great lake for swimming. But I'm just I, I never go. <laughs> no, I yet yeah, leeches are horrid. Mm -hmm. They're terrible, and they things. don't even. To be fair, like they're they're there aren't even that many leeches at my lake. I think I, I saw them a bit when I was a kid and we have so many guests come and go swimming at my lake and they never get leeches, but it's just on the back of my mind and it just ruins the experience for me. So I'll take the nice salty ocean where leeches would not be able to survive any day. <laughs> a few other things, but not leeches. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I have to admit the second I think there are leeches, if I'm in a lake, if I think of them, I'm convinced that they're all swimming towards me at rapid pace, mm. going, we're going to find you. See, um, I always imagine that they're stuck between my toes and kind of like j just curling up, drinking blood down there. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do a totally uncoach-like thing for a second and tell you my worst leech story, but it's the first time I saw one in real life. It was on a canoe okay. trip when I was eight years old, and I'd heard about them, but I hadn't seen one, and one was on my friend's foot. And somebody was running to get salt. And while they were doing that, this leech started giving birth to other leeches. Oh my gosh. That was my first exposure to a leech. So that's, <laughs> that's terrible. When I was a kid, I mean, I got them occasionally and I just, I was so grossed out by them. Like I would just use a stick and like, like rip it off without even going for salt. Cause I didn't want to wait. It was like, I don't care I if I'm going to, bleed from this. I just want it off my body. And one more question. What if pretend Lyme, Lyme disease didn't exist? Mm. Which is worse, a tick or a leech? Oh, a, a leech without question. Yeah, okay. I would take a tick any day. Although Lyme's is a whole, a whole deal. I was definitely. saying without that piece, but I know yeah. there's something creepy. But okay, let's move on to <laughs> let's move on to things that are not leeches and that don't like, you know, suck on you. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a whole other story. Maybe it will be things that... <laughs> we don't have to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Not little creatures, hopefully, that suck on you. There. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So what's right. going on in your life? What area? Is there something that you might want to change or improve or what? Tell me stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So one thing that I think about when I when I think about like what I'd be looking, what I'm looking for in coaching sometimes is I have had a, a great experience at, um, I lost 70 pounds about two or three years ago. And I've been really trying to sustain that and improve that. And I feel like I've been at a plateau now for, for probably a year and a half, 
uh, fluctuating anywhere between 203 to 217 in, in my weight. And I'm just, I want to get down below 200. And in particular with COVID right, uh, right now and how it's affected my diet and just like, I know what to do. I know all the healthy eating. I've done it before. I've given myself the motivation before and I've, I've done the thing and I can't get back to it. It's like, uh, it's been a struggle to just inspire myself to eat right and and not fall into the snacking and, and the unhealthy eating. So that's kind of my biggest uh, worry right now. It's like everything would be right in the world if I could just eat right again. How have you been eating? Um, high high calorie uh, eating. I, de I developed that habit while we were in kind of that stay at home order. So um, I don't know. I've, I've had good days. I've had Mondays tend to be really nice. Um, usually towards the weekend, I've really fallen, fallen back. I've, um, I've been eating bags of chips occasionally, um, ice cream, <laughs> or just, you know, even I'll fill my, fr my fridge with healthy things, but some of those healthy things become my vices. Do you typically decide starting Monday, you're going to start eating perfectly again and make big plans and feel very motivated? Yes. Yeah. Monday is a huge motivating day for me. Sometimes that bleeds into Tuesday. And I've recently had some weeks that Monday to Thursday were great. And then Friday, I was really happy with my weight. And then it just kind of goes out the window from there. When you lost all of that weight the first time, Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you were pretty determined. I was. I had been struggling with my weight um, really since I was a kid. I think early on my, uh, my family moved when I was nine. We made this big move from our home uh, in, should I mention location? If you're okay with it, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, we made this big move from my home in Windsor up to our family cottage full time. and. Mm -hmm. I think I was really angry and upset about that move. And it, the, the change in environment and the change from not having, not being near my friends and not having the activities that I might've done as a kid uh, really caused me to turn to food and to, to almost kind of punish my, my parents by not being physically active and not, uh, not eating right. Okay, so and now then, tell me though when you switched. I want to hear about what mm -hmm, flipped. Yeah. What made you change your mind? Suddenly say, oh wait, I would like to feel differently. Tell yeah, me about so, that. So struggling with the, with the weight issues for so long. I, uh, I read The Power of Habit in about 2012, I want to say, and it actually really helped to get me started on um, developing a strong physical activity regimen. So I started personal training. I kept doing that, but what really made the change was with my diet. And even though I had been trying and trying and trying to eat right, what really got me is my trainer got me to sign up for this transformation challenge that was hosted by Popeyes. And that kind of kickstarted the like, okay, this challenge is for one month or two months, and I am just going to eat perfectly for that time period. There's that this word was, again, perfectly. Yeah. So this actually happened right after Easter too, where I was feeling really, really down about how much I'd eaten on Easter. 
And I just, I just kind of flipped the switch and that entire summer sort of starting a week after Easter. And then for that entire summer, I didn't have a single treat. I ate two eggs every morning. I loaded up on vegetables and protein. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just, uh, I don't know. It's, it, it was like this part of me that I was able to unlock that. Okay, but I want to know what did you want? Why did you want to lose weight? What did you think it would be like on the other side? Mm-hmm. I wanted to feel good in my body and feel good uh, looking in the mirror and the way that the way that clothes looked on me. I wanted to f- feel good about that. And I think on multiple levels, I think I wanted I wanted a relationship. Um, I wanted to be to feel more well liked and well respected. Um, I think on just multiple levels, there's there's so much that um, that it made a huge difference. And I think for the most part, uh, I do feel amazing still about all of those changes. Do you think that you couldn't be well liked and respected if you were heavier? Um, that's a tough question. I think that I would not respect myself the way that I currently respect myself. And I do, I notice within myself even a tendency to be, to have kind of fat phobic tendencies, if we want to call them that. Um, so when I, when I kind of see other people that are carrying, even the amount of weight that I used to have, um, I find myself internally judging them, which is not great. <laughs> it's definitely not, not a positive thing. But for me, I feel like having that feeling towards that weight helps me from going back there, which is somewhere that I never want to fall back into. So that really affects my mental health if I have a bad week of eating and I think I've, I've dropped off the horse. When fear and shame are used as motivators, it's exhausting. You said one thing I really like. I mean, I don't like that you're fat shaming other people in your head, but the tail end of that sentence, um, or you said, I wouldn't respect myself the way I do now. Mm-hmm. I actually really like that because you are respecting yourself now. And you said you've been plateauing. You'd like to lose a bit of weight. I'm going to suggest something else. Things are pretty good right now, right? They're better than they've been, but yeah. it's... Are they okay? They're okay, yeah. It's hard to get motivated to do something you're not in the mood to do if things are okay mm-hmm. as well. So what I want to talk about more is really why do you want to go further in this? Mm-hmm. I think what else in your life will change? Yeah, that's interesting. I think I'm at this I'm at this point where my clothes are the size that I'm at is sort of just in between sizes. And I don't like being a large. I would like to just consistently be a medium-sized T-shirt. Okay, well, I can come I and know. change all the labels in your clothing. <laughs> that, I mean, that would be great. Um, <laughs> um, but do I, I don't think if I did, though, if I snuck in in the middle of the night and changed all the labels on your clothing, I don't think that's going to change your life dramatically other than maybe make you a little bit worried about what's going on when you're asleep. Mm-hmm. So... What's going to be different? 
what's so hmm you're I allowed feel, by the way don't worry if you feel yeah. like you want to feel like i look hot like that's okay you're allowed to be vain this is don't try and bullshit me to be politically correct because that doesn't actually work okay for you. yeah yeah, I want to be at, at a level of fitness that is not just average, that's better than average. And I want people to, I want to have, you know, a flat stomach and six pack abs and have people look up to me for that. Where will you be showing off these abs? Well, we talked about the beach, which I love the beach. So I think that that's actually a great motivator, um, which actually, if you, uh, it might it could be why i'm struggling to get into that motivation point in particular right now because beach activities are not what they were a year ago okay let's keep going into what you want and yeah. i think you do know that you will be on a beach again at some point in your life right yeah so i okay. want to be just totally comfortable taking off my shirt at the beach i think you want to be more than comfortable yeah no i do <laughs> that's fair <laughs> that's fair to say Okay, so people are gonna think you look hot. You're gonna be like, my, my abs, yeah, I worked hard on these. It's a lot of work. So tell me why else, I wanna hear more, because right now you just wanna look kind of hot on a beach. Right. Well, I think um, an another piece of it is I like to act in my spare time. I'm a part-time amateur actor, musical theater. Um, cool. and though I have the voice for it, it's been very rare in my life that I would have ever been considered to be the romantic lead in a musical, for example. Uh, year before last, I played Sky in Mamma Mia, which was my first time ever being in that kind of role. And I feel like I would like to, I, I felt a little bit of imposter syndrome, to be honest, because though I was probably the best choice at, at the time, like, I didn't feel that I was all the way at the uh, the body that I would want to have in that role. Um, so that Just would be- Just so you know, if you're doing something and you're feeling a bit of imposter syndrome, it usually means you're on the right track. Okay, how's that? Most people feel it when they're achieving at high levels in their life because they're doing new things and they're still figuring it out. That makes sense. I mean, my favorite example is Michelle Obama writes about having it. I think she's doing okay for herself. <laughs> I right? haven't read her book, but if it's about imposter syndrome, I should probably check it out. And a whole lot of other things. But what if imposter syndrome, and this is just a little bit separate from your body, isn't a sign that you're not quite there yet, but just a sign that you're expanding your comfort zone? Mm -hmm. I haven't thought about it that way, but that's really motivating to consider. So tell me more. You want to be the romantic lead in a mu musical theater production. I love it. Mm -hmm. And is that and kind of a, is that a goal of yours as well to actually land? Well, that? I mean, to be fair, I've accomplished it now, but I want to I want to keep accomplishing it. I do you want, want to, to do it at a higher level or more, or just do it again, or become a regular at that? What's the you know, you know the next that step? Yeah, I think just just to become a regular at that. Um, it was a dream at one point, but my life went in other ways. And really, it's, uh, I don't think it's necessarily the, the be all end all that what I thought it was. What is the be all and end all? Well, the and be don't all tell me just abs because that's bullshit. Don't tell you what? 
Don't tell me that's the be-all and end-all is having abs because then oh, like, no, no, no. so what's the be-all and end-all? Oh, the be-all and end-all for me, I think we touched on it earlier, but it would be having those abs and living in Greece, maybe running like a B&B yoga retreat center on a lovely island in Greece and, and having that business be successful and being at the beach every day and, and just living life with that kind of Mediterranean feel that that would be the be all and end all for me I think and writing and and doing like doing some writing too are you a writer well I always wanted to be (laughs) (laughs) uh but you can't call yourself a writer if you don't write so I was gonna say do you write regularly um and you keep saying the grease thing in like a long time from now is almost the way you're talking about it what are you gonna Mm. do in the meantime so that is, okay, that's not where I thought you were taking that question. What am I going to do in the meantime? Well, I've been, um, really, I've been feeling, I've been working in my family business and uh, feeling like I'm doing really good work and feeling like I'm supporting that family business and, and enjoying it. Um, and also I started my own side gig Uh, And I've been trying to put some more time into that, but it would be nice to, you know, have more clients on that side of things and and be producing more for my side gig. Um, And I think that it would be nice to find a way to transition to really, um, I think, get my family business to a place over maybe a a couple years time frame where I'm not needed there anymore. Because at the moment, I think because it's a family business, I feel a little bit shackled to it, in, not in a bad way. So maybe that's not the, the best word. I feel, I feel rooted in a way that it's, it, it kind of feels like if I were to leave and pursue that dream of moving to Greece, things might fall apart without me. Okay, so are you saying, and is your side gig something that can travel with you or not? Yeah, yeah, it's something that I could, do elsewhere. Okay. Do you see um, big financial impact of a side gig or is it mostly from the family business or is it a combination of? It's a... This might change. I'm not putting this on a stone tablet anywhere. I'm just curious about your gut instinct. No, you mean where, what's impacting my financials presently? Uh, Long, in say five years from now, in a perfect world. Oh, say five years. If my side gig really got off the ground, um, it would be great, really, really great financially. Um, But at the moment, I'm pretty happy with my financial level that I'm uh, achieving through my family business. Honestly, my exact job, if this exact job that I'm currently working could just take place and I have a nice, lovely home, in Greece, I keep circling back to that. Uh, that would be great. I would be f- fully content with that. Okay, so you'd be happy to be doing what you're doing now, but also be going in Greek to Greece. And the six okay. pack apps. And the six pack apps. Well, of course, those are just <laughs> built into this. And if I now let's just say I waved a magic wand and said, "Anytime you're ready, when would you want to move to Greece?" Well, right now would be tough. Um, I would say, I 
maybe within the year would be amazing. Uh, I could see setting like a two-year goal would be cool. Okay. Would be cool. It's so nonchalant. <laughs> yeah, no, so here's, I just want to point something out to you. You started talking about the abs, right? That's where we started. Weight loss, weight gain. And that was when you were talking about that, there was all this, I should do that. And, oh, I try and it's not perfect. I'm eating again. And we could go around in circles and probably get you all motivated to start again and eat well for a day or two, or who knows what the weekend will bring, right? You've been in that cycle before, you know it. Mm -hmm. But right now, that pattern isn't driving you. So unless right. you decide to approach it in a completely different way, you're not going to get different results. And what I want to do is find out what does matter to you. And when you started talking about this stuff, you started lighting up a little bit more. You actually care way more. Okay. And it's way more exciting to you because mm -hmm. you want this life of going back and forth to Greece. And a part of that life is taking really good care of yourself because if you're going to be doing all of this work on the business, figuring out how to start living in Greece, a whole new place, doing some different things, you're going to need energy. So you better get in shape. So you will be working out and eating well. We know that you need to, otherwise right. you won't have the energy to do this and then just take it up a notch because those abs require that extra notch of work. So you have to care that much more. Yeah. But isn't that a way better motivator to do it because it fits into that life? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's huge. I think that your goal is boring. I think your goal of, oh, I want to lose this many more pounds is pretty uninspiring. Right. Yeah, that could be that if there's no, um, if there's no driving force and there's nothing that I'm getting at the end of that, that losing the 15, 20 pounds that I still want to lose is not going to have that major, that much of an effect in my life because 15, like 20 pounds earlier. is nothing. Yeah. Like it's a lot of work. I, well, but I know. <laughs> it's not going to dramatically change your entire life. And also we get one session. So every once in a while I jump ahead a little more than I would if it was real coaching one-on-one, -on -one, right? Right. Clearly your self-image is not in line with how other people see you. You're getting already romantic leads in musical theater. Mm-hmm there's a little bit of a tie-in of your self-image to how you felt before. And that person who's running the business in Greece, when you picture that person in your head, what do they look like physically? Well, that person is very attractive and um, fit, definitely. Okay. And, and how do they feel? And eats, eats great. How do they feel about themselves? If they're happy? Definitely very happy. And now, why does that person keep eating well? Well, probably he doesn't turn to snacking from, from stress or boredom or general unhappiness or, or whatever the reasons time, are. How much time do you think he spends thinking about what he's going to eat and not eat and whether it's good or bad and all of that? How much? He's got a lot of things going on. He's going back and forth. Mm -hmm. All the businesses. Probably a lot it, less because he's into the rest of his life a lot more. Mm -hmm. And actually that was my experience. I, w I was there uh, last summer just for, for vacation and I was eating great the entire time because I was so happy and engaged in what I was doing that I wasn't turning to food as entertainment or replacement for anything.
or something to obsess about. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It is interesting. So I think you need to set a different goal. And okay. I think that goal should have to do with either the family business, your side gig, something, frankly, that interests you. That's a mm -hmm. little bit of an audacious goal. I like to say a good goal is like a good crush. It's kind of feels like maybe it's out of your league, but possible and gives you butterflies. Okay. Right. right. And do you have any ideas that we can start using as an example? If I just said right now, come up with an audacious goal. Oh, gosh. And I'm putting you on the spot right now. Um, yeah, it would be to, well, I guess to, to purchase property in Greece and, and start an Airbnb there or something like that. Is that too okay. big? Let's go with it for now. You might get into bite-sized chunks down the line, but let's just yeah. play with this for now. Okay. And after this call, I'd like you to think what could possibly be a six-month goal mm -hmm. for this or a three-month milestone right mm -hmm. okay so mm -hmm. okay i've got a better one what? i've got a better one already would be uh transitioning my work to be remote based still working for the family business but moving to a remote situation so that i can rent an apartment in greece and try that out for a bit cool when do you want to do that by um I would want to do that by next spring would be the ideal time to move out there. So shall we say April? Yep, April, and then to plan to stay there six months working remote. Okay, six months starting in April. That's a pretty cool goal. Isn't it? Do you like that? Does that give you butterflies in the right way? It does, yeah. If you were, now I want you to picture, it's April, 2021. It's the end of April, 2021. And you're actually in your place in Greece and it's started to get set up and organized and you have your little workstation where you're working remotely. Mm -hmm. And you figured out how you're working out there and going to the gym and all of that. How does that feel? That feels pretty phenomenal. That feels like uh, this is the life that I have wanted to be living. You have a lot more fun things going on than worrying about losing 15 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. I want you to get a picture in your mind and a feeling in your body of what that feels like. Because right away, I just could tell from your voice, you just had a little moment where you're like, oh, I want that. Mm -hmm. And that person's feeling great about their body. They're feeling great about their work, their home the possibility, right? Mm -hmm. How is that person going to be eating for the next few weeks? Hell, how's that person going to be eating in general? Mm. Yeah, that, that person doesn't even need to turn to chips or anything like that because they're just excited and frankly too busy to, <laughs> to not eat healthy. Yeah. This version of you who's going to be moving to Greece, Maybe they're like, you know what? I had chips because usually I do this on a weekend. I didn't and I kind of forgot and had chips. What does that mm -hmm. person do after that? Well, he doesn't get down on himself because the 15 pounds isn't really uh, the goal. 
Yeah, what does he think or feel? How does he feel? Yeah, I think he's probably thinking, um, well, that happened and we've got to move forward from that. Yeah, he might troubleshoot and say, okay, I need to figure out how to not do that. But that's also figuring out how to not do that is really different than beating yourself up and trying to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Much better for mental health to not be beating yourself up. Exactly. And it's better for, frankly, a more interesting life. Have you ever had a conversation with somebody who's so obsessed with their abs that that's all that's going on in their life? Yes, I have. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to be that guy. No, that's very true. Yeah. (laughs) And I I know that guy and that's, (laughs) yeah, that's a very good point. And that guy is so busy, he probably is judging everybody else on their abs and what they look like. Guy who's moving to Greece, if you're feeling good about yourself, there's a lot less time to be judging others. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, we've got your life sorted out, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm good now. Yeah, just got to So what's going to do get... That? Perfect. So you're moving to Greece next April. What are some obstacles? What might get in your way and stop it from happening other than potential legal lockdown issues? Because that's a little beyond the scope of my power. Yep. Well, the biggest thing um, is my relationship to my family business. Uh, I'm the son of the co-founders and I hold a pretty, I hold, I wear a lot of hats. I do a lot. Um, but we're talking about working remotely here. We're not necessarily talking about fully leaving. So maybe I'll shift that that paradigm. The other question would be, is it even legal to move to Greece and get an apartment and work remote from Canada there? Um, that's easy enough to look up, right? Like that's one of the things you have to start by doing. And I know people there now, so I could definitely touch base. You'll figure that piece out. That's not hard. The business, the family business, I have a question. Mm -hmm. In terms of emotions and feelings is, how do you feel about leaving it to go work remotely? Um, I would feel good about it if I knew that things would uh, would not disappear while I was away. So if I can feel confident that Uh, the team is really strong and that um, programs and and things are lined up and things are constantly improving and there's not going to be any backtracking or loss of business because of me leaving, then I would feel fine about it. What I'm trying to just make sure of is there isn't something, because I've seen this with family businesses, an obligation or guilt or stress that way. Yeah. Well, I think there is. I mean, I think that there would be if we were talking about me just pursuing an entirely different dream or or applying for a job in Greece and, and planning to leave entirely. Um, yeah, there is this kind of anchored oblig- uh, obligation feeling uh, just due to, you know, I've worked here pretty consistently for the past six years and I've kind of created... Um, created an irreplaceable place for myself. Um, 
which I guess wasn't really the intention. It was just jumping into to wearing different hats and trying new things and helping improve things. Um, but it's gotten to the point that that yeah, there's there's nobody that could be hired that could do everything that I do the way that I do and it anyway. Do you kind of wish there was though? Yeah, I I, I do. I've tried. I actually, we hired somebody in the fall that was meant to be kind of a mini me that I was gonna train uh, sort of for the eventual purpose of, of starting to let go. Um, it didn't actually work out with that person though, so. Does that mean that there isn't the right person now? Not necessarily, no. And I think any good, I was saying this about somebody else who departed recently was that the uh, any healthy business should have uh, a give and take of employees and should have that kind of flow and change because to remain stagnant is, is not healthy either. I think you maybe shouldn't be so hasty about, well, we couldn't find anyone. Mm -hmm. How would it feel if you were remote but did have way less obligation because somebody amazing was here? Would that make moving mm -hmm. degrees even better? Yeah, that would make it really phenomenal. Well, then add that to the plan. Mm -hmm. If it's okay. possible. So a lot of what we're doing here mm -hmm. is tapping into what you desire and want and then critically thinking, is this possible? And if so, how? we're digging around to see where you're limiting yourself mm -hmm. and you're doing something that to be blunt you're a little bored by it sounds like because mm -hmm. you're one if you weren't bored you wouldn't be as keen about escaping and having somebody else do a lot of the work right yeah to be blunt. so you like That's it fair. but you're a little bored yeah definitely so what are you doing you're being destructive and obsessing about abs and losing weight you're not even obsessing going, wow, I can't wait till I get to like sing in musical theater again because it's going to be a while, but not right away, right? You're obsessing about losing the last 15 pounds. Yeah. Instead of all these amazing things that actually are possible and we're stuck doing less in some ways, so why not start working towards them? Perfect time yeah. to say, okay, what is the paperwork for Greece? What if I was really committed to finding the right person this time? I have a better sense of what that person is not. But if you're bored, people, when they get bored, they tend to either get destructive or they check out emotionally. Right. And by the way, overeating is a bit checking out emo uh, emotional I was, checking out. I, I was just going to say that, yeah, emotional eating is definitely connected to being checked out emotionally. Mm -hmm. It's a bit of a numbing mm -hmm. thing, which if you're not feeling alive because you love your life, yeah, the eating's, the eating's not an issue for me when I'm feeling at my best for other reasons, definitely, and excited now, about other things. if you're the person moving to Greece who starts taking care of their body and eating, is that going to keep your mind engaged enough to start moving in that direction? Mm -hmm. 
you know what? Your sound cut out for a second oh. there. Okay. <laughs> I just caught the tail end. <laughs> <laughs> so you nodded and smiled and then you were like, wait a second, I should double check what she said. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were, I didn't realize it was a question. <laughs> okay, you were humoring me without knowing. Who knows what I said? Okay. You're gonna start wearing a bathing suit again? Yes. You have some fun plans to look at for your life. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to start doing differently? Mm. On a day to day. Mm -hmm. I think um, obsessing over the weight is, is not what I should be obsessing over. And maybe the time that I'm dedicated to that I'm currently dedicated to trying to motivate myself or uh, getting down on myself for overeating or whatever it may be, I could be spending that time instead saying, oh, let's check out another island or uh, looking into some of the legality factors of moving or looking at, okay, what do I do at my current work that, that could be done by somebody else or done remotely? Yeah. I want you so to just imagine working yourself. on different so goals. Is that now? Okay, I'm going to give you a little bit of homework, a little exercise to do. Yeah. Oh. Every morning, I'd like you to think of yourself as the person who is moving to Greece, putting this together, finding the employee, and ask yourself, what are they thinking about right now? And what are they going to do today? Okay. And the reason I said, what are they thinking about? It's because our thoughts cause our feelings. So if you're thinking, I look fat, then you're feeling shame. That's going to lead to wanting to eat more or to escape. That's going to lead you to being less excited about the rest of your life. If you're thinking about, I need to figure out how to move to Greece. Or if you're thinking, I'm looking forward to the abs, right? Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to taking my shirt off and having abs of steel. Right. That's a very different thought. See that how that feels different in your body when you think of them? Yeah, definitely. So use the body, the life, the excitement that you want to drive you instead of escape from what you don't want. Sounds good. Okay, I will do that. Amazing. Well, I look forward to coming to Greece and staying at your place. Yeah, I'm going to have to touch base and, and let you know when I make it. I can't wait. Well, it'll be April. <laughs> Perfect. And go swimming, there'll be no leeches. Yes, exactly. That's the whole, that's really the whole point of this is if I'm living on the ocean in Greece, then I can go swimming and not have to worry about leeches. There are no leeches and I don't think they have ticks there either. Oh, well, doubly perfect. Yeah, I know. Basically we're set. Okay. I'll, I'll see you there. Okay. Have an amazing time with this and I hope the business and everything goes well. I hope all of the pieces go very well. Thank you. That was, that was very, very helpful. Good. Take care. Bye. Take care. Have a great one.